Hello everybody, this week we'll be talking about the several new announcements made regarding upcoming games as well as other major news, some minor news, and I'll be bringing back the the mobile game lists. And then Code Gives this week will be about the my future plans for episodes. So, without further ado, let's jump right into the news. Alright, alright, let me not. I don't watch Keem Roach. Please don't assume I do. Valve has announced, or rather, released the brand new Steam Link app, and it is popping. I'll be completely honest with you. This app is gonna change the game for me. I've really been trying to play TF2, so I'm a little more portable, so I can play it around my room, you know, chill out, eat Doritos at the same time while I play. Uh, but, you know, the only computers I have access to are trash or just a school laptop. I don't lie, though. School laptops are insane. I do my video editing on a school laptop. But, um, I think you can imagine my surprise when I heard that, um, we got an app to link your Steam library from your computer to a chosen device. Like a, like a phone, for example. And you can actually, you know, play these games, so like with a controller. So, in hood terms, this is what's up. So, <laughs> alright, that's not that sounds terrible, but... For those of you who still don't get it, I'll put it in layman's terms. Basically, this app is remote play, but for your Steam library, so you'll still need, like, a computer that can run Steam and stream this. Like, streamable Wi-Fi. Um, sorry, I just popped my knuckles if you heard that. But, um, I'm impressed that Valve can really pull this kind of thing off. And you know, I'll still look the other way when it comes to giving TF2 an update. I mean, those guys are the ultimate procrastinators. Um, pop my knuckle again. Um, <laughs> uh, link to the source in the description. And in other news, Epic Games. All right, we talk about these guys a lot. They've been making some boss ass acquisitions. And I gotta tell you right now, these guys acquired Fall Guys. Like, the guys who made Fall Guys, Media Tonic, Epic Games has acquired them. And, you know, this is unprecedented, to say the least. I mean, Epic is looking to make themselves like a gaming conglomerate with the moves they making. I mean, they made their own Steam. They made, and they put out free games every, what is it, month? Week? I mean, they just made Rocket League free for like a limited time. And they... The acquisition was made for, for a, an undisclosed amount, and according and according to the Verge, you know, like a Verge article, uh, the Verge article written by Nick Stat. Interestingly, Fall Guys is built using using the Unity game engine, a rival to Epic's Unreal platform. Despite that, the companies say they hope to bring Fortnite-style features like crossplay to Fall Guys in the future. And I mean, while people do hate on Fortnite a lot, they don't give it enough credit because you know, crossplay on Fortnite is really good. You can, it's albeit a little confusing and easy to fuck up. So like, it you can you can keep your progress when going from one console to the next and it's all it's nice it's like a really good system that i like that they built upon um all i have to say regarding this though is that epic games is slowly opening more and more paths for themselves and if they continue to acquire more and more really good studios like mediatonic or you know uh psionics they might be a mega conglomerate in the game but, and that's to say the very least oh that they like that's the very least I, like they can get if they get an absurd number of exclusive really good gaming companies like game companies i mean they could they could be able to like jump to the console market but let's not jump into conclusions move on to the next segment um razor's expensive ass gaming piece named the razor tomahawk just dropped and i'll be honest unless you're minted this tiny thing is gonna it's probably gonna run you a lot higher than your actual pc does i mean here's the specs according to the birds 
an Intel Core i9, 9, 9, alright, Intel Core i9, 9980HK, uh, 8 core CPU, a 512GB NVMe SSD, and a 2.5 inch 2TB HDD, that's actually really good, um, a 16GB DDR4 SLDIMM RAM, like 16GB of that, and, you know, the obligatory gamer like the RGB. So, this thing is a beast, and while it is far from being like a, like a bad computer, it's not, it's not horrible. It certainly isn't like the best thing in the market, but it's, it, if you upgrade it, it can get damn close, or actually, it can actually get to that level where it's one of, it's the best, it has the best components on the market. But uh, anyway, uh, the official release of the 6700 XT marks AMD's foray into the, uh, you know, beating NVIDIA's ass race that they just haven't been able to win in the past year. I mean, this graphics card, nothing to scoff at. I mean, as a matter of fact, it'll take your best breath away faster than you can say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. And that's simply because of the fact that the specs are insane. I mean, 12 gigabytes of GD, GDDR6 DDR4 RAM, VRAM, a Navi 22 processor, and a 192-bit memory bus. Those, those specs are crazy. And the graphics card will run you about like $479 and is classified a 1440p mid-range graphics card. And let's be clear about this though. It's not going to be the 3090 killer. I mean, for me, it seems like the 6700 is meant to, like if you want, you know, like a good opinion about this. It seems like it, it's a it, it's an opinion, but it's it's definitely like my best guess as to what AMD's trying to do here. But uh, and like as I was saying, it's meant to it's probably meant to apply some pressure to Nvidia so that they realize that they aren't the only people in the graphics card market. They've been catching up, you know. AMD has been on a roll recently. And if you want a drastic prediction, I would say that this graphics card is going to be what evens out the graphics card market, as it might just be a tactic that'll make NVIDIA want to announce their own updated mid-range graphics card so that AMD will have enough time to make an actual 3090 killer. I mean, don't call me on anything I just said though. I can't guarantee any of it will like actually happen because it's a drastic prediction. I mean. It's, oof, it's all, it's out there. But the rest of the specs are in the description and in uh, like as well as the article used. I mean, check it out for yourself and draw your own conclusions. <clears throat> According to a Tech Radar article written by Gerald Lynch, damn, remind me to stay away from this guy. Um, some new HTC Vive. A VR hardware could be coming our way in the near future. As the official HTC Vive Twitter made a rather ambiguous tweet that could be teasing some new, possibly most definitely expensive hardware coming our way. In the article's words, the company has sent a single image of a black plastic surface in close up along with the HTC Vive logo and the words, it's your move, uh, written. So, We've been seeing a lot of HCC projects coming and going from the public eye, but you know, like never really making a full release. So it'd be nice to get some new hardware. And now a break from our sponsors. Uh, and we're back. On some smaller news, an article written by the Ver from the Verge, written by Cameron Fer Cameron Faulkner, and aptly titled. Valve has ended deve development on artifacts, states that, quote, Valve says its player, player count fell off pretty dramatically. At launch, our sister site Polygon said the game was, quote, deep but burdened by its marketplace. I feel like that statement really a couple weeks ago. I saw like a, a video where the launch was like, played, and the first thing you heard was like, 
boobs. Just straight boobs. And like, at the time this game was announced, Hearthstone was popping, but people were probably sick of card games. and the Verge articles are in the description. And, okay, so some of you might have noticed, but I stopped doing the mobile game lists, whether it be for the month or for the week, because I try to do, like, put specific focus on mobile games that aren't being played. And, you know, there's really only, like, one source I use. It's, like, Pocket Gamer, for those who don't know. And I have to take twice as long to do it, because, like, there's a bunch of factors, like, is this game getting downloads? Is this fun? Is it actually like, is it is something that I'd play myself? But I feel like I just had to do it this month because I don't want to just like get completely get rid of this segment. So here's the best mobile games of 2021 so far. Number one, since this list is in no particular order and is like mainly focusing on Semi-popular games with one item. Semi-popular and actually popular games with one item. I'm gonna put League of Legends Wild Rift on the Wild Rift on this list. Personally, because like I'm having a lot of fun playing this game because of the fact that it's on-the-go MOBA action. Like I remember when I first got this game and I thought every other character was playing, so I decided I like to play a melee-centric character. Chose Blitzkrieg and found out that the grab, stun, and attack combo was—it's like unstoppable, unstoppable, perfect for getting your enemies out of position. <clears throat> position. So, still though, I—I I, I gotta say, coming off of a constant like stream of RPGs and you know other things, it's just combat's so slow. It's like so god it's so fucking slow. You're like you hit once a second, it's not. It's not optimal. But yeah, other than that, I mean I have no other problems with this game, so yeah, League League of Legend League Wild Rift is on mobile on all mobile platforms. Okay, so y'all probably sick of hearing this game, but it's still like it's been bouncing back. In game and gaining a lot of popularity among us is like somehow still work like still clawing its way to like the top i mean just looking at the steam charge for this game the game in an all-time like low since the explosion of in august you know like roughly summer of last year like it went from 4,300 438,000 players in August to 37,000 in March and back up to 130,000 at the end of that same month. I, mean, I know you, you're probably sick, you, you really hear, you're probably like tired of hearing about the game. That's insane, bro. That's an insane bounce back. I've never seen that from any game. Anyway, it's like, it's time to re, maybe it's time. Maybe it is to reignite some of that mid-quarantine action, you know, mid-quarantine nostalgia. Go back to a time where we couldn't tell if a vaccine was even close, and we didn't even know what day of the week it was because we were spending so much damn time in it, so much time inside. All right, so Among Us is available on all mobile platforms, including Nintendo Switch. Number three. Recently, I've been seeing a lot of Brawl Stars ads, and I know that some of you like been, been too. You know, I dude, this is just a fact. If you use YouTube, you've seen a couple of Brawl Stars ads. Brawl Stars ads. So, um, recently I decided to read up on some articles regarding this game to see, oh, is is it better since the last time I played it? And that's like about a year ago. And I gotta say, yeah, I'm impressred. This game offers like a, a, a like a 
wide range of characters I've never seen before. Like, these characters, this is a wide variety and just a wealth of characters. Uh, it accommodates the playstyles of many, if like, if not many, then all of its players. And it's for this reason, Brawl Stars makes the list. Brawl Stars is available on all mobile platforms. Also, if we want to talk about the ads I've been seeing, bro, fish, have, yo, I've been seeing so many ads for, and even more people playing COD Mobile as of recent. You know, probably, who knows, maybe due to the major overhaul of content that the devs have dropped on the players on the table. Um, but, uh, the new content includes, but it's not limited to, a new gun, you know, the Asphalt from, uh, Modern Warfare. Some new operators, uh, a new score streak got added into the game. Same way the Asphalt is, like, in the Battle Pass. And the game has been booming. And when I say booming, I mean absolutely exploding, pun intended. As this game has officially, like, topped PUBG Mobile's throne as one of the most downloaded shooter games of all time. The most downloaded shooter, mobile shooter games of all time. And it's clear that in this game, it's clear, you know? In this game's first week, download numbers are, like, Download numbers in comparison to PUBG are like 80 million for PUBG in its first week, which is good. You know, it's on iOS and Android app stores. But COD Mobile got a solid 10 mil. I mean, 100 mil in its like first week. And currently, it has about 250 mil downloads, according to mobile marketing trends. And I feel like right now is the time to get on COD Mobile. Because right now when all the sweats start creeping into the game and start 360 no-scoping me from across the map because they just have that much time on the game and the fact that it's on the go doesn't make it any better so now would be the time to like start playing the game before they start to take over and you can no longer have fun your fun rights will be revoked so cod mobile is available on all mobile platforms but on a quick side note, bro, Broken X, when they saw Cardinal was being like, they, as soon as they saw the game, they were like, finally, a COD game for me! <laughs> anyway, do you like Snake? Do you hate that I've only been covering some of the more popular mobile games, like, to be released? Well, sorry. Uh, well, do you like the Crimson Caravan and Fallout New Vegas? Well then Paco Caravan is the game for you! To be fair though, it is just Snake. It's glorified Snake, but with a tractor and a bunch of trailers. But like, it's so satisfying to see like, this huge, like this huge, insane, bro, in like insane amount of trailers just following you. And, and you're just like this one tractor. I swear this tractor has like got, got like a V16 or something. It is insane. But this game, I'm telling you, I gotta say, Snake was probably the greatest game to play growing up, right? And in truth, I really like seeing this old game be given a new coat of paint. So if you wanna see what I'm talking about, check this game out. Check out Hago Caravan on Android and Nintendo Switch. So, as it turns out, one of, if not, you know, the most successful Overwatch player is a huge asshole. To be more specific, then Overwatch, now Valorant pro player, Jason Archer is in trouble with the league following sexual harassment and about assault allegations regarding his nine month relationship with his partner, Cleo Hernandez. I don't really like to talk about this. materials because it's according to Tom's guide right quote a new Sony patent could replace your PS5 controller with a banana now uh, it's only just not 
learn anything from the boomerang controller? Did they, oh, okay. Did they not think about what would happen if someone threw this controller? Would they, yeah, all right, all right. Did they not, are they just like trying to appeal to the broke nigga demographic? At this point, right? I would expect dudes to go to the store in real life to just go to the store, right? Grab a whole shelf of that good, good Chiquita banana. Put put the whole thing in the fucking shopping cart. Buy it all, you know. The, the cashier is giving them dirty looks, right? They walk home. I mean, they get, they get home, right? And they just like set the price for these things at like a hundred dollars per banana it is, I, i'm telling you bro there's gonna be some real life scalpers for these bananas i it's going to be absolute pandemonium and i'm 100 i can 100 guarantee that if this becomes like a thing i i i, I wouldn't i would like stock up on bananas but anyway according to the article the patent application discovered by games industry was filed to the u.s patent and trademark office on july 15 2020 it describes sony's intention to potentially allow any pa- quote passive non-luminous objects such as end quote such as bananas oranges and even coffee mugs to replace your du- your PlayStation's DualSense controller. I- Bro, you have got to be kidding me. These are the contents of a fruit bowl. Oh, hold on, bro. Let me just bust out that Player 2 controller. This is the... Uh, yo, this is what it feels like to be a little brother, yo. You get home. And your brother's like, yo, 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 I'm sorry, bro. I, I didn't have the time. I couldn't get another controller. But you know what I got? I got that good, good, bro. I just got you a banana. And it's, it's like, yo, how, how, I don't even know what to say, but I'm at a loss for words. You really gonna give, you gonna pass it. Yo, pass the banana, bro. It's my turn. Oh my God. I couldn't imagine sweating over your controller, bro. Oh, yo, throwing your controller, sweating over, bro. It will be a nightmare. I don't even, I can't wrap my hand, my fucking, I can't wrap my head around it. The same way I can't wrap my hands around this fucking banana to use it as a controller. But, you know, whatever, bro. Whatever. You know That's. I'm done. That's it, bro. That's it. End episode. I'm ending it right there. Nothing tops that. Nothing tops that, bro. You, there's nothing else. Nothing else. But anyway, just the episode's over. Let's, let's just go to Code Games. Let's just go. And so, alright, let me just preface this by saying Ian couldn't be in this episode because of time constraints. You know, he couldn't finish part of the script. So I decided, whatever. I'm just gonna do the episode. Uh, I had like a good majority, like a good half of the script done. And, you know, it was an L. It was a real L. Not being able to put the episode on time like I wanted to. But that's okay. That's okay. I blame myself for not being able to put it out. Next time, I'll do better. I'll put the episode, I'll put an episode out this uh, Sunday, you know, this weekend. Possibly Monday or Tuesday. But that's at the latest, I mean, uh, I don't really have an excuse at this time, it's just time constraints, bro, and homework, I have a full schedule, but anyway, for this code games, I'm thinking of going, oh, I'm thinking of uh, making a new, making something new to add at the end of the episode, so like one day I would do code games, and I'm thinking of making another episode, because I really like, uh, like a new end of the episode segment i'm thinking of calling it um but it's like exposed i'm thinking of using exposed right and doing the exact same thing Belize did but my way because what Belize, if you don't know what Belize exposed is 
Look it up on YouTube. It's one of the funniest things you'll ever find on the internet. It's just this dude just like destroying cartoon characters for existing. And it's hilarious. I mean, it's it's uh, insane. It made me look at Dora the Explorer in like a completely different light. A completely different light. I've never thought of Dora the Explorer the way he puts it, bro. I'm gonna be honest though. I want to do that. It's like been a real thing that I've been trying to like do. Because honestly, my thoughts, like this is probably going to be what the code game is about. If you can't tell, it's just my thoughts on implementing some new ideas for the show. But I mean, I really been, I really like it that like the whole. The way he had it going and I, I i would love i would love to continue on this man's legacy bro i would just love to be this the, this guy's filthy frank too you know what i'm saying it would be so awesome bro at least he, he looks like such a nice guy and i would love to continue on the series so i'll try to i'll try to see like what i can do on that front um if i find any like good shows any good like, any, if I find a show, like a, a particular show, with the intro, I just want to like roast the hell out of the same way he does. I'll, I'll watch it. I mean, I'll, I'll consider it. Uh, you can add me on Twitter to see like, um, you can add me to like, to recommend whatever show you want to, like, want me to do. Uh, for now, I'm thinking of settling on Craig of the Creek, because, you know, it's going to be first one, so I want it to be a little short. But, I, yeah, I, I think I'll want to do it. To be fair, I mean, it just, see, I, not, I really don't want to seem like I'm copying his idea. I just really like the show. I mean, like, he has, like, it's like a mini-series, really. And he stopped doing it a couple years ago, like in 2016. So I just want to... I just want to continue on the legacy, you know what I'm saying? 2016 was the end of the golden ages of YouTube, and I just want to see like a renaissance. I don't, I want to bring YouTube out of the dark ages, you know? I just want to be like part of that. So I'll think about uh, doing like a show or a cartoon or whatever. You know, like I'll find some show. It'll be next week though. It'll be next week that I'm gonna do it. It'll be primarily video, so check us out on YouTube. Like, yeah, check check us out on YouTube, uh, the Silver Shroud Radio Podcast. I'm gonna try to edit to get like first like actual video editing work. That's not just putting music in the background. But I mean, yeah, I think I got this under control. Uh, for now, I'm thinking a couple other ideas is that. I'm gonna put make start making cold gives like more visual, so I'll like have I'll be flashing some images up, you know, be trying to crack more crack some more jokes, cause like in all reality, I want this show to go somewhere, you know, and I really want to like I really want to um, implement some new ideas. Like, I just want it to be an ever evolving show. I want to stick. To the like the normal format you know just gaming news and then at the end i'll give like uh cold gives and then exposed but yeah i mean this is like for me those are the two main ideas for me like the two things i want to do the most about now uh add me on twitter if you have any anything you want me to do anything you want me to bring back if i killed anything off at this point i mean I'm having a lot of fun making this. I make this, I always like, I just want all the fans out there to know. Every time I finish a script, I immediately like load up a new Word document, name it, you know. I immediately like word, load up a new Word document, start writing like the episode, like the name of the new episode. I mean, everything. I always plan to turn out, like, to turn out this video on like the week like the day of i like the set like the first time like the first date i set 
I always want to put it out on that day. So if I don't put it out on that day, it's probably some external factor. I don't really know. I have a full schedule. I'm a high school student. What can I do? You know what I'm saying? It's just, I really want, like, I really want you guys to know. I'm trying my hardest to make, put the scripts together. I'm trying my hardest to put these, like, episodes together. I'm trying my hardest to really get these episodes out. I enjoy making them. I'd imagine, I mean, a couple, like, what, 19, six of you guys? Like, Anchor is telling me that you got, like, there's six legit fans that, like, really like my show. They've downloaded my episodes and whatever. I mean, that's respect. That's respect. I'm making it up in the world. Dude. Without without those fans, I'm nothing with you guys, bro. I, I hate those YouTubers who use their fans to be like, they just exploit their fans to make movies, to make games. I hate that, bro. It sucks. I hate watching YouTubers be like, hey guys, so I'm trying to broaden my horizons. I'm trying to broaden my horizons. I'm trying to make a, a movie. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to make a whole another. Cha- I'm trying to make a whole channel. I hate those YouTubers. They're using their fans. Like, a YouTubers should be like, oh, I'm trying to broaden my horizons. And they make a movie. It'll, the movie will probably suck, right? The movie will probably suck. And the fans, they're probably going to hate the, they're probably going to be like, oh man, don't worry, you, you got to achieve your dreams or whatever. I'm just sitting back and I'm like, I don't know if this makes me an asshole or not, but like, I just hate it when YouTubers do this. It's like such bullshit. So like, I just want you guys to know, I'm not gonna try to take advantage of you, bro. Like, I have my own objectives in life that I'm trying to achieve. You know what I'm saying? I want, I want to be a game developer when I'm older. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't want to, I'm not gonna advertise it to you guys. I'm not gonna be like, hey guys, buy my console. No, no, I'll tell you, I'll talk, I'll tell you like what I'm trying to do. I'll tell you, oh yeah, um, I, I, it's a dream, it's a dream. I mean, I'm putting it together. You don't have to buy it, you don't even have to look into it. Yeah, I'm, I, I'll tell you, but I won't like advertise it to you. I'm not gonna be like, hey, hey, uh, this is my dream and try to guilt you into buying it. It's not, it's horrible. I feel like being a YouTuber comes with like a certain extent of legit influence. Like people throw around the word influencer to liberally. Uh, the word like when you have like a big over a hundred thousand like uh, subscriber or follower following on anything or on any platform really that comes with a certain amount of prestige like the it comes with a certain amount of wealth influence and like the in the people like youtubers like they tend to use that influence to quote and achieve their dreams and i feel like if you can't make it without announcing it to your fans you know it's like if i was trying to be an actor but I was already a YouTuber, right? And it was like, hey guys, I'm in a movie. Watch this movie. And like, I become a big star. No, that's, if I couldn't make it without announcing it to my fans, I'm not gonna be able to make it as I am now. So I'll tell you about it, but I'm not gonna like, it's n- I'm not gonna like tell you the name of it. You can find it out on your own. If it succeeds, it succeeds. If it fails, it fails. I want to accomplish my dreams, you know. You guys want to accomplish yours. And I feel like it, it, it like levels the playing field for everyone. Just because I make a podcast, like, I try to make it once a week. But, like, that doesn't hold me down. I try to make it once a week, but it's whatever. So, as I was saying getting kind of rambly but uh yeah I, just because i make a podcast like maybe once a week uh i don't intend to use like my 19 listeners to push a console onto them or push a product onto them 
it sucks. I feel like people should really start stop being like I wouldn't I hate to say it, but it's like I hate it when people call other people this. It's like I don't like it when people are sheep. But I I, I I'm just I just don't like it when people just blindly buy a product or blindly go praise some rando on the internet because oh it's his dream so who is who are we to take away take it away from him or who are we to not support him like you're not this guy's parents and you're not this girl's parents you don't need to blindly support them they should have the mental fortitude to withstand any criticism or hate they criticism hate or just lack of responses that they get from anything, from any of this, from like their endeavors. So that's like just my little rant. Like that's also the thing I wanted to do for Cold Games. I just wanted to talk about how YouTubers use their fans and for like different things. But I guess like, I wanna, I'm gonna tell you guys a couple of my other ideas for the channel. I guess this is the guy I got two for. I got like one opinion in and I'm trying to get an overarching like narrative going here. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm trying to, here's another idea. You know, here's another idea. For Cold Gibbs, I was thinking, hey, uh, um, during like the whole Keemstar Pokemane 2 out of 10 meme, it was awesome. Pokemane, 2 out of 10. Millions of views on YouTube videos talking about this. Millions, bro. People were freaking out. People were so pissed off. And they were dehumanizing Keemstar. They were making this bit man seem like the spawn of Satan himself. Bro, bro. Yeah, I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't be able to do it. I couldn't be Keemstar for a day. Think of how bad it is. I mean, Keemstar is generally thought to be a horrible person on the internet, but that's just what you get when you get a troll to be a newscaster. And I'm not even trying to take away from his like merit as like a newscaster. He's a, to be fair, credit where credit is due. Keemstar is very good on reporting on drama, even though he is easily profiting off of it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm impartial to him. He's going to be, people like him are going to pop up on the internet and you're just gonna have to deal with it. He likes to stoke drama because that's what he profits off of. I mean, duh. That's like, I don't know, <laughs> um, making war. I mean, making weapons and then not profiting from war. Like, I no. That certainly doesn't happen in the real world. Shh. No. What? No. Hey, but like, people are so stupid, yo. Keemstar is playing, playing people for fools. Oh my God. I just wanted to talk about it because A, dehumanizing Keemstar, what's that gonna do, you know? You're only hurting yourself when you dehumanize Keemstar. He's a human being, you know? He doesn't he doesn't deserve all this hate, negativity. I mean, people like Ethan Klein, like I used to love the H3A3 podcast. It was in its heyday. Content court, after dark. Yo, the H3A3 production, I was with them from Elon, Ethan and Ela. You know what I'm saying? I was with these, I was with H3A3 until Ethan and Ela. I was with them, bro, the Michelle Obama intro, bro. I was with them for that long. And this, like, it pains me to say it, but the show dropped off in quality the more times it focused on drama rather than actual comedy. Ethan is at his funniest when he's outside, put on the spot. If you don't know who Ethan is, it's just the, like, I wouldn't say main character of H3H3 Productions, but he's the three in H3H3 Productions. And in, in Ethan's words, Ela's the H, H bitch. <laughs> anyway, um, I used to love the show, but like ever since Trisha like came on to Frenemies, the first couple episodes of Frenemies were insane. I mean, I urge anybody listening to watch it. 
if you don't like Ethan, like you, if you don't like the whole uh, HVAC production thing, just I, I'm gonna be talking about this for a while. I guess in the end of the episode here, but um, it, it's like ever since that frenemy shit, like the show has just never been the same. Yo, that was amount the amount of times. Oh, uh, sorry, I just had my table. It's made out of glass, so it makes a lot of noise. But, like, it's loud. But anyway, the amount of times that Trisha Paytas has stormed off of like the set, it's just so. It's just so such a dick move. I'm gonna be honest. Like your business partners, Ethan is trying to understand you. Alright, y'all your, your co-hosts in a podcast, bro. You, you, you need to get to get. You need to get like get your shit together. I'm saying you need to be good friends. You need to have good working synergy. I've never, bro. Ian has never walked off in the middle of like he. We every time we get together to make an episode, he never does. None, none of these guys like they don't realize you need to be a good. A duo, like a good team. You can't just, I don't know. It's just the walking off stage, you know, like, it's it's dramatic. It's, I mean, for me, it's like sort of unprofessional. But, I mean, if you're really experiencing that range of emotion, why are you on a podcast talking about drama? It's, it's annoying. It's un- it's stupid and I don't appreciate it. But besides that, right? Besides what like all that. Uh, back on my main point, Ethan was at his best when he wasn't talking about drama. And Keemstar was his first and mortal enemy. He's just become the absolute. Everything that the show has come to hate. James Charles, enemy of the show, banned, berated. I mean, they were having fun. Like Ethan and and uh, motherfucking James Charles, they were having fun on Twitter with the fucking when James Charles was like, he gives me. I have to like unlock a repressed memory. Cause I don't, I'm not, I'm not on that gay show. I'm not on that gay show. It's just, I remember scrolling through Twitter. I was like, once and once, I was like, once the year, like, once a year, I scroll through Twitter, right? I once a year. Recently, I've been trying to do it more because I have a podcast Twitter, but in eighth, in like the eighth grade, I was scrolling through. On my once-a-year scroll, and I saw James Charles's ass, and I'm like, bro, I didn't need this, bro. I don't need this today. It's six in the morning. I don't want to be praying to God talking about no homo, but no homo. I swear, dude, you have got to be. I saw this nigga's ass, and I was like, yo. I thought it was a fucking joke, bro. When I read the caption, I was like, I read the comments like, this is the only nude I've ever taken. It was like a solid paragraph. And I was like, bro, no way. This is a troll. You're trolling. You're trolling. I scrolled down and I just like, bro, what the heck, yo? And I'm just like, all right, I, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm done looking at this. Scroll down a little more. I scroll down a little more. And then I see Ethan's reply to James Charles. And I'm like, all right, bro. I'm done with the internet for like the next two weeks. Because this man, Ethan, bro, he didn't have to. He did not have to do James Charles like that, bro. Oh, God. He took, bro, Ethan stripped bare naked, bro. And then I was like, no, bro, I'm traumatized. I don't I'm a, I, like, at the time, eighth grade, I was, like, a, I wasn't a small child, but I was, like, not exposed to the world. I mean, it's, oh, my God. Like, it was seventh, no, it was 100%, seventh or eighth grade, and this man, 
I did not need to see two nudes in one day. One by an out of shape man and one by an in shape man. And I don't need to see that, bro. I don't need to see that on my feed. Yo, I I wasn't even following James Charles, bro. I wasn't even following him. And I don't know even I don't even know how he got on my feed. I don't know how he was there. He hijacked my shit, bro. Hijacked it. Yo, all of these fun times, all of these fun times, and look at the show now. It's become the epitome of the, like, the, bro, actually, I'm gonna say epitome the way it's spelled. The epitome of, like, a wasteland. It, like, I look back on the show, I'm like, what the fuck happened here? It's just become... Ethan attacks people on Twitter every day now. Every day now. He's basically, he's basically become like the leftist meme that everybody hates. You know, the straight liberal. Not, not that there's anything wrong with liberals or conservatives. I just hate. I just hate all. I just hate all of them. I hate all of them. All of them is gay. But anyway. Uh. These. You see these guys beefing on Twitter nowadays. It's not even James Charles. Like, he's not even responding. He's just letting Ethan Biggers on grave. And I mean, I, fair enough. I, Ethan is just not the same guy he used to be, I guess. I mean, he hasn't really changed. It's just... I feel like the people around him, I don't know. I just, like... I'm one guy. I'm one guy. I'm just a single child. I'm in high school, bro. I'm doing... I'm looking at these these changes to my world. People who I used to look up to. I once thought Ethan was cool. Now he's just... It's just lame. Really. It's just... You become the opposite of cool. You just become lame. Instead of wandering around the streets with a 300 battery vape. Oh my god, it was the guy's video on YouTube. Peak of comedy. Instead of walking around his local news station, no, no, he's walking around, right? No, he's never walking, actually. He stopped doing videos on the channel. I mean, Ethan and Ela, bro, nothing in a couple years. HGH production, no videos in a couple years. I mean, none of it, none of it. And I mean, it's fair because like they stopped enjoying it, but they didn't have to switch to this toxic, content now or it's just i hate keemstar i hate james charles and fuck these other people too especially david dobrik and i mean come on bro like get used to you're gonna have to get used to eventually not doing drama drama is you ruining youtube and i guess that's my last point um uh, follow me on Twitter at The Shroud Radio, capital T, capital S, capital R, The Shroud Radio. Uh, all the links, I'm very well sourced, so all of my links are in the description, you know. Uh, if you, if you don't have a description, uh, I, that's tough, number one. I pour my drink to you, I pour out my apple juice, cause I'm not old enough to drink that champagne. But, um, yeah, follow us on Twitter, The Shroud Radio, right? Because there's us now, Ian, he's in it too. Couldn't make it, remember, he couldn't make it into this episode because the time constraints and because, like, the episode was just, like, really long and he just had, he's been swamped. He's been absolutely, I feel bad for him. He had, like, an essay. Oh, he has an essay, dude. And it's like a research paper as to why stereotypes are bad. Jesus Christ. Hey bro, pour your feelings out for Ian. Just pour one out for him. Um, yeah, so follow us on Twitter at The Shot Radio. Uh, and all the links to all my shit is in the description. If you don't have a description, that's tough. Come to Anchor and like all my stuff is there. It's in like links. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, by all means, like, click on all, bro, check out that NordVPN shit, it really helps us out, bro, I've been trying to get this new mic, 
my I looks I just sound so nasally. Like when I listen back to myself, at first I was like cool with it because I'm broke, but I just got like a trash condenser mic. So please, please help a brother out. You know what I'm saying? Just listen to the ads. Uh, let me be a shill. You know, buy get no VPN, get no VPN on that link. I'm telling you. Uh, anyway, follow us. You already know. Blah blah blah. I'll see you guys. Saturdays, uh, Saturday, Sunday, probably not Saturday, probably not Saturday. I got fall on to Vegas to play on Saturday and on Sunday too, and on Sunday too, but just less because I've got to be writing the script. But, um, oh, guys, good news, guys, good news. So I'll finally be able to like never have to worry about video editing again. Um, I'm getting a new computer, I'm getting it like, uh, I'm getting a new computer on my birthday, it's uh, April 16th. Uh, 10 days actually so yeah I, I hope all of you guys out there having a good day night afternoon evening i don't know good morning i mean uh yeah this was the silver shard radio podcast come, we'll come up we'll come back at you in a couple days i mean not too long not too far but um yeah uh see you guys goodbye and have a good day night, evening, afternoon, morning.